0: Hello everybody, I'm back, but it's not just me, the Baron of Bread, the Captain, and the Conductor of Green Screens Media are all in the house tonight to help you get this bread. Recording live from somewhere, this is one and done. Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays, the office is open my friends.
1: Brought to you by drrodo.com.
0: It's time once again for everybody to come aboard that green screens media train. Welcome to One and Done, powered by DrRoto.com. I am your humble host. My name is Jay Heinrich, the conductor of the aforementioned green screens media train. Find me on X at Doctor William Cannon. Like my guy Cam did today, mentioned all of us on there looking for a core for. We got it to him. And boy, did it deliver! But let's get right to two of the best in the business before we get into any of that. Starting with El Capitan himself. He is the captain of the Green Screens Media ship. Follow him on X at mc holland 34. The OG Money Mike. That's Mister Mike Holland. What it do, baby?
2: What up, what up? Well, I wish I played camp Score for it because it scored a lot better than mine. But uh <laughs> uh no, good job on that, man. Uh great call. Uh getting that double OT in, in the Michigan, Florida game. That was definitely the ship there. Anytime you get 50 minutes of college basketball, uh, you're gonna need a few of those guys in that uh, that lineup to win it. Uh but yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to kind of getting off the schneid the last couple of nights. Uh haven't been that great. So Tonight I was 100% Musa Cisse, and he went down with a non-contact injury at 25%. So my night was done early. Jeez. Last night was the KK Robinson show. He just decided to show up uh, five minutes before the 6:30 lock, and did not have any of him. So congratulations to everyone on KK Robinson night when he delivered like 35 fantasy <laughs> points at 3K. Uh, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of days, but. Hey, we're back, man. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll and I'm ready to, to turn this thing around.
0: We are back. It's been a minute since all three of us have been in the studio at once. And, of course, this trio, these triplets of tantalizing talk include last in the intros, but first, in your hearts, the Baron of Bread of Green Screens Media. Find him in those Twitter streets, at Fantasy Nav. He's Eric the Blue. It's Eric Romoff.
1: What's happening, man? Man, what's happening? Still living high off my fourth place finish a few nights ago. Still seeing all of these core fours, cash and checks going four and a half, five, five and a half X. PPs is loaded up. We we're still we're still building up that bank roll over on prize picks. But the most important thing that I can update everyone here about this chat comp this chat section is already live. We got on Taylor fire. in here, ready to go. Mama rocks! What a game, Florida and Michigan. Jason B. Jason B. knows how we get down, right? We got to make sure that everything is finely tuned, oiled. This train <laughs> always ish. stays on the tracks. Sometimes we leave the station a little bit late. We want to make sure we're we're bringing you that best CBB content out there. Cam C Thuggin talking about that core four that he threw in there. Imagine that Cam is looking at a pretty nice payout if he spread that exposure across a few different builds. Corey McDaniel, our king of the single entry. This guy is shipping the $1 and $5. Like, every time that we turn around, Corey, let us know what that latest green screen is looking like. Mama Rocks, happy to see Jay back. It is with the what-a-do. <laughs> what to do They didn't like what-a-do? my
2: solo, my hour solo show the other day.
0: Oh, hey, <laughs> listen listen that's hard to do and you did a hell of a job man like carrying that for 45 50 it. minutes whatever it was that was good stuff i hope you i hope Different everybody levels. caught that yeah man it was it was great stuff mike mike bringing you all the heat yeah mama rocks i am back and yeah cam unless puts up 12.5 in the final two minutes here he's going to ship that one dollar tournament with 254 yes, yeah that 12 dollar tournament Getting that bread. Yes. yeah sometimes we look at that we were just talking about that with Corey. How you could have won 2K in the yeah. right tournament tonight. Mm-hmm. Um Mama Rocks yeah. shouting out Cam, seeing him up there in the uh, $1.20 max there. Excellent stuff. Good to see everybody in the green screens media universe. Man, can keep them coming? Shouting everybody out. Yeah, uh Cam, Busy thanks Mama Rock. <laughs> thanks Mama Eric Rock. Eric <laughs> win on that fourth. Absolutely. Hey, Mama we got Rocks, a new guy here? Of course. Scott Harris? Oh
2: What's up, Scott, Scott, man. Have we seen you in here before, Scott? Let us know.
0: Late before work in yeah. the morning to get some good intel. We appreciate you spending that time with us, Scott. We appreciate everybody that's already jumped in the live chat tonight. Good to see everybody in there. Make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. What are we from seven from seven hundred uh, subs four five. away? Five, five away.
1: Now, five uh, away.
0: We got five on it, so if you can help singing. us out with that, uh, it's been uh, it's just been holding it in my heart. Mama rocks. It's, it's, it's like I'm ready tonight to, to bring the tunes. Hope you hope you're ready to hear them. And, and for those of you that don't, you know, yeah, whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Listen my to turn. <laughs> hey, it's my turn. No, I'm just kidding. All right, hey, make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. Help us out. Follow us on X. Also, we're like two away from 1,000. The One and done Sheesh. show pages. We're like 998, I believe, the last I checked. So if you haven't followed us at one and done CBB over there on X, make sure you do that. Follow at get green screens as well on X and on TikTok. So when, when we do get around to dropping those core fours uh, and those uh, prize picks and all those plays like that, that we do, when we get around to it, those are the best places to see them all. Of course, you see our guy at the real Napier. Chris on uh, TikTok and on those videos, everyone's while with us. He's filled in, also. of course. You see him on our Sunday shows. And, uh, you know, our guy Hustle Hustle's never too far away either. So shout out to him. Give everybody a follow when you can. And let's proceed to give you what you need and hop right into this seven-game slate. He's, of course, line, the lines that we're hitting on tonight are Ken Palm's lines on his seven-game slate. That tips at 7 p.m. Eastern, which... For the first time ever, there will be a one-and-done dr- one DraftKings bonanza. Are we going to drop that in the chat or is no. it in the show sheet, Eric? We want to play against our people, man. So We want everybody one-and-done to get in here. It's going to be a $3 entry, top three paid. Jason B said just put Jason you guys over 1K dude. all. So what a Jason, guy. Appreciate that, man.
1: Thank you, much that.
0: Excellent stuff, Jason. Yes, sir. Shout Thank out. you. Thanks for doing that, man. We appreciate it. But as I was saying, we're going to get you that link here to that one-and-done draft in them comments. Bonanza in those comments. All right. Thanks, Eric. Um, it's going to be $3 entry, top three pay, whatever. There you see it twice right there, dropping it in. Everybody get in that. Let's have a little bit of fun over there yeah. with this late tonight as we get into it here. Uh, there's also, of course, that $12 2K to first um, tomorrow on there as well. So make sure you're hopping in to that seven games some good totals some really nice totals uh and then a stinker in there that we didn't know that was actually when we were talking about this ahead of time not sure if it was even going to end up on this slate but there we are let's get an overview real quick boys we've waited long enough mike quick overview of tomorrow actually let's not say tomorrow let's say of wednesday's slate
2: is it wednesday yeah it's wednesday (laughs) I don't know my days anymore when it gets this close to this time of the year. Um, But, yeah, I mean, first few things that jump out, huge totals like you just mentioned. I mean, 177, 155, 155, 161. Uh, Yeah, there's that 137 in there, but it's a tight game, three-point spread. So, yeah, uh, I think it's going to take a a lot of fantasy points to win this one, probably closer to 280, uh, 290 in that $12. Uh, at Ford, man, uh, only uh, only a couple of guys over 9K, so we don't have to stress um, about fading uh, a Zach ED <laughs> and him going for 60. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be working through the mid-tier. Um, this time of the year, as we get to January, start playing conference games. I think we got, what, three Big East games uh, tipping off tomorrow. Villanova, Creighton, Xavier St. John's, UConn, Seton Hall. Uh, once you get into these games, the, the rotations start to tighten up. Uh so you, you get a little more of a feel. I I, t- I love this time of the year because I I feel like I start to get hot. Um, so need to turn this thing around. Eric, man. Uh you're gonna be living through the mid tier with me or what's your take on uh on this slate as a whole?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, right? Like we're getting to the point where rotation should start to tighten up a little bit as we as we creep into conference play, right? So, you know, we're uh that that's going to create a fair amount of value options, specifically a guard, right? Um, there's also a guy that is right next to a near lock consideration that we will talk about a little bit later. So you know kind of kind of like you mentioned the the mid tier approach, you know, that kind of balanced build has some appeals to it, but also you know you could you could certainly mix in a couple of stars and scrubs builds as well.
0: A lot of these smaller slates, when we see these big 12 game slates, you know there there seems to be usually a clearer path to it. On these shorter slates like this, being able to attack it from multiple ways is super important, and finding that value, like Mike said, we're going to need to have quite a few fantasy points to to ship one of these big tournaments, and uh, we're going to do the best we can to help you do that. Absolutely. So as we get into this rundown, if you haven't already, hit those like and subscribe buttons. Uh, do your part in the green screens media universe oh uh we got a old another one more comment here before yeah, we full, get going another player. comment hey, full-time 20 back. let's ship the sherbert to herbert tomorrow
2: <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs> all right <laughs> let's do it why not i'm down to ship anything I've, i haven't shipped hey. a, i haven't shipped a few dollars here in a couple of days so <laughs> well
0: let's do it and let's get to the uh one of the teams that was our clip art, not clip art. What's it called? The old thumbnail clip. <laughs>
1: Man, Dullard. you're showing your age, dude.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey,
1: <laughs> uh, clip art. I got Clippy popping yet, up in his corner. Clip
0: art is. Make sure you Google that. Um, but on the old thumbnail, Mike's Baylor Bears, of course, versus the Duke Blue Devils. A 161 point projected total here with Duke as one point favorites. Baylor, of course, Good, I mean, we don't have to talk about our good, <laughs> good. we know they're good. Fourth in offensive efficiency, 69th in defensive efficiency, nice. 100th in tempo. Duke is eighth in offensive efficiency, 32nd defensive efficiency, and 165th in tempo. So, this isn't a, a slow game, as you can tell by this projected total. And now, we're gonna what we're gonna bring to start bringing to you patent pending, of course. The one <laughs> and done FP bumps, FP fantasy points, of course. So, the one and done FP bumps for each of our showcase games in the rundown. The stats that are gonna get some bumps here, Duke shot blocking bump because Baylor gets a lot of the shots blocked, right? So it's Baylor, so Duke big man bumping shot blocks here and then Baylor assists and Baylor shot blocking as well getting a bump in fantasy points. So this is basically a block party here. Lock and these, party. we're gonna be looking for ways to, to be real sneaky about our value here and using these metrics are going to help us get there. So i um, Mike going to go ahead and start with you here with an 80 point projected total. Um, yeah. I mean sort of a little better than, than halfway in bench minutes for Baylor here in the country, Mike. So tell us what that means for the lineups and how we approach the bears in this, in this awesome matchup against Duke.
2: Yeah. So uh, looking at uh, looking at both teams, Baylor plays a, a little bit larger rotation. Um, it's it's kind of shrunk down a little bit. I'm uh, just kind of looking at everything. They're really going six guys more than uh, – or seven guys more than 15 minutes. So, yeah, it starts with Ray J. Dennis. I mean, he's 8K. Uh, I mean, I'm not really looking to go there. Uh, I'm really looking to kind of spin down at guard and use the mid-tier at guard. So spinning up is definitely a way to be different. Uh, he's more of a cash play, right? Should be low into tournaments. If you want to go there, like, that's Okay. Uh Jacoby Walter, his price is uh has fallen. Uh he is now 6300 super shot dependent. A lot of that has to do with uh three of the last four games, he's been 22 fantasy points or under. So I don't mind. I love jumping on when someone's you know on the on the downslope. Uh so I don't mind going there, especially in this uh implied total, right? Like he could definitely put up 30 fantasy points in this spot. So Walter's kind of stinky uh Misi at 5700 uh, you talk about the block party well he's gonna be part of that he has a 10 percent block rate uh, it is a tough matchup obviously you got mitchell banging inside there you got filipowski banging in there ryan young every now and then uh, i'll throw his weight around so i think Misi is kind of an interesting like stacking option uh in large field uh, i don't don't mind him at all at 5700 his minutes are volatile though so you don't know if he's gonna play 12 minutes i mean he's gonna start but you don't know if he's gonna play 12 minutes or if he's gonna play 26 minutes so yeah, you know, that's kind of the frustrating part about Misi. He's okay. Uh Jaden Nunn, I have a little bit of interest in. Um, probably gonna play a lot of lineups tomorrow, probably closer to uh 2025. So may I sneak Jaden Nunn into one? Potentially. Uh high usage rate, 21%, 18% shot rate. Uh shooting 43% from three. He hasn't he hasn't played well recently, though. He's, he's basically been under 20 fantasy points in the last five games. So he's a large field option only also a stacking partner. Um, I don't know. Probably might, probably might wait till the the next slate. See if we can catch him at like, you know, 4,500 and a better uh, He's just maybe in a better spot for him. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like I think if I'm prioritizing uh, anything in this spot and for tournaments, it's Misey, um and then Walter as well. So I, I definitely don't mind those two guys. I mean, a combined 12 K for both of those guys. So an easy way to stack a, a 2-0 or a 2-1 on this side. Eric, uh, I don't play a lot of Jalen Bridges. Uh, is that an option that I should be considering, or are you going to be considering that at all?
1: I mean, I think you don't play a lot of Jalen Bridges for good enough reason, right? Um, <laughs> 6.3K, He's uh, he's got some 11s and some 13s mixed into his recent game logs. Uh, he's also been able to reach back into the, you know, into the mid to upper 30s as well, right? So, Definitely feels like a, you know, large field GPP only kind of option. It's not going to be without its risk. You know, he's, he's obviously very volatile, but you know, when that, when that five X game pops, you know, you're a, uh, you're probably looking at a pretty low owned guy that, um, that it carries a ton of upside. Right. So, um, you know, taking a chance with him, it's, it's not the craziest thing that you can do on this slate. Um, but like, like I mentioned, um, you know, still, still have some upside, you know, decent stacking partner with with some of the guards so he's he's a way to get into this game uh the other name here that we haven't talked about that i i think we we should at least mention um we've got langston love here 4.3k i mean you know you you don't mind the the salary relief um you know over these last three games he's struggled a pretty good bit right uh negative points in that last game in, <laughs> the, in the teens <laughs> in the teens the two prior to that um, but, you know, he has he has gotten into the upper 20s before, uh, you know, one of these minutes guys that's usually in kind of the, you know, the low to mid 20s every every single night. You know, he's he's in the player pool largely because of his his value, right? Like, um, you know, he he shoots 40 percent from three, he's taken 30 attempts. So, you know, at this price point, you know, you you drain a three or two and you're uh, you're definitely feeling OK about playing Langston Love.
0: Yeah, Jason hopping in the chat right now. It's and think they have to play Missy to match Duke's size. Well, that's it's an interesting it's an interesting way to look at it here. Um, you know, he he only had nineteen minutes against Michigan State, um, and, and really peaks at you know twenty five minutes against Oregon State. So like or he had twenty six against Seton Hall. But I mean is is that somebody, Mike, that you could see them that, that Missy could end up on a you know a higher total in twenty twenty eight yeah 29. I don't
2: I don't know that we're, we because like we don't we haven't seen it right like right po- potentially but it's not like he's the only guy uh, I mean they do have JTT um they I, I can't remember if he's injured or not but Caleb Loner uh, is also there yeah Elijah is there too so it's not like they don't have uh, other options in there so. Yeah, I don't know. I just Missy at 25 minutes, and he's gonna have to go basically more than a fantasy point per minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think he's their only option, and they're not afraid to, you know to mix it up and, and get some of these other guys in there, like Caleb Bone like if <laughs> if the guy could play 20 minutes, he'd be an awesome value play. But
0: <laughs> he's never played. Well, OJ so. and played That's more minutes if. than Missy did. OJ and Winter played more minutes than Missy did against Michigan State. So yeah. like where you know how are you gonna? Where does that balance out? It's going to be tough for me to get to Bridges um, at all here, but let's move on now to Duke. Um, 192nd in bench usage, right? So Baylor was 120th. Duke is 192nd, and if you look at the game against Hofstra, only five guys played more than – played double-digit minutes here, okay? We know – this feels like this is already so tight, and we know that – it's going to be one of these guys or two of these guys even can go off for for Duke in a high total like this. So, Mike, uh, how are you approaching this? Like Caleb Foster has been the direct beneficiary after Tyrese Proctor's injury. He stepped into the starting lineup and he's playing 28, 29 minutes a night now. Um, but I guess maybe we should start with Filipowski, like get that out of the way here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, um, he's the, I believe he's the price king, if I'm not mistaken, 10-3 and getting that uh major price bump after the uh the 63 spot against Hofstra which I did have a few shares of um which was nice I was hoping his price wouldn't come come up this high but it makes sense for this slate right like it feels like he's the guy that can can kind of get up here into this territory I mean his rates are insane we don't I mean we know he's one of the best players in, in college basketball right so uh and this implied total like you can play him because there are a lot of value guards that you can take shots on and, and a couple of guys that are near locks, like Eric mentioned earlier. Um, I don't know for me, like it, some of it kind of depends on Tyrese Proctor uh, who we have as day to day, right? He's 6,700. Uh, it kind of takes away a little bit of that usage from Filipowski. If he is in, obviously uh, Foster would uh, see his minutes, you know, trend down to probably low twenties. So uh yeah you know, i don't mind failing filipowski proctor if he's in i'm probably gonna stay away i kind of want to wait and see um i mean he's playable if he's full go right but you know it kind of takes me off jeremy roach a little bit who i've just basically been clicking the lock button on um <laughs> with the with the injury news to tyrese proctor uh so you know roach is basically going to play all the minutes going to take a lot of shots in that scenario uh, a guy that's shooting 50 percent from three right now which is crazy uh what a, what a huge jump he's taken that was he was one of the question marks the past couple of years on whether or not you know he could hit open uh open shots for this duke team so uh yeah i mean it's nothing that exciting i guess for me Philipowski, like the price is a little scary roach i'm gonna have to wait to see what happens with proctor Yeah, mccain and foster they're also i mean we're gonna have to see with proctor right like caleb foster at 3800 is appealing um if Proctor misses because he's obviously going to play 28, 29 minutes in that scenario. So I don't, I don't mind it, uh, especially with the game total. McCain's price point has come up a little bit to where uh, I'm probably just not going to use him at 5700. So uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't play a lot of Mark Mitchell, Eric. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of been in and out of the rotation too, or at least you know, didn't start against Georgia Tech. Minutes are kind of up and down, man. Is uh, is he a large field tournament play for you, or what? what Do you just are you going with like Filipowski and Roach and these guys that we're
0: talking about?
1: Yeah. Mitchell's, I mean, he's kind of the, he's kind of the forgotten man in this rotation, right? Um, you know, he's, he's played well over the course of his his last two games. He's got a, you know, a, a couple of mid twenties there. Um, his usage rate at 24%, you know, you can, you can do a lot worse than that for a guy that's in the low six K's. Right. So like, you know, I, I don't know if you know if he's if he's a, a priority for me by you know uh, by by most standards, right? Um, you know, he's he's just kind of there. It it feels like that that big game sort of brewing, but you know, putting your finger on when it's going to come um, is is something that is um, you know is is kind of a guessing game, right? So like maybe maybe a last man in kind of situation, but not someone that I'm going out of my way to to roster uh the other name that we didn't talk about here we can we can go down to blakes uh 3.4k i mean look like there's nothing really appealing about his rates uh his game log doesn't look too interesting except for that 122 that he popped a couple nights ago right so like you know he he checks the value box for for these large field stars and scrubs bills that we talked about earlier but you know really you're you're spinning the wheel with him and and for me he's really only in the pool even as a value if Proctor ends up missing.
0: Yeah, Mitchell didn't start that game against Georgia Tech, but he still played 28 minutes. I don't think oh. he's in danger of, of not playing. But again, like it, at at six point one K I'm gonna need if I'm gonna ship this, I'm gonna need like thirty minimum
2: yeah.
0: fantasy points yeah. out of Mitchell. And I don't know if if he's gonna be able to get there. Uh, the Proctor News obviously makes a difference, makes an impact on all of these guys. Uh, on the Duke side, but uh, especially, you know, Jalen Blake's at 3.4K, at so good game to start with here with Mike's Baylor Bears and those uh, Duke Blue Devils. Make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons if you already have not done so as we move right along. Hey, while we're at it, while we're at it, let's, let's, let's give you something for the, for, the, for the live chat here. Let us know if Tyrese Proctor plays, let us know if you're playing Proctor in live chat and if Mitchell interests you either. So you got two things like there. Let us know right there in the chat. Are you going to play Proctor tomorrow? Mike said he's off of him. Are you thinking about playing him if he's in? And let us know about Mark Mitchell too. Those, that guy's intriguing to me right there. Are you playing Proctor if he plays? Right there in the chat. Let us know what you think as we move on to UConn and Seton Hall. UConn traveling to Seton Hall as 10 point favorites, a 144 point total. UConn, third in offensive efficiency, 11th in defensive efficiency, and 314th in tempo. It's slow. Pretty, pretty slow. Seton Hall, 62nd offensive efficiency, 125th in defensive efficiency, and 252nd in tempo. But still, despite those abysmal numbers of tempo we've got a decent not not the best but not the worst 144 point projected total here um the reason why i think we're a little bit interested in this game there are so many of these one and done fp bumps here the fantasy point bumps for yukon on this side three point percentage bump assist rate bump shot blocking bump so these yukon guys with the 237th most used bench in the country here, another short rotation here, even early in the season, um, you know, three pointers, assist, and shot blocks. So we can go any way we want to with the Huskies. So Mike, let's start with you here. Tristan Newton up there at almost 10 K. Um, I mean, <laughs> again, like, how do you, how can you justify, he's got to get 50.
2: Yeah, right? man. <laughs>
0: like, what do you think about, what do you think about Newton? oh gosh
2: yeah just I I just can't because guard I want to spin down I want to pay up at forward as per usual900 9, that's a big number um God, this would be the time he explodes too right coming off the 22 the 31 the 30 and 30 after back to back 45s <laughs> so uh Kanari Richmond though is, is is a really good defensive player. he can't get into foul trouble though so he's got somewhat of a tough matchup. Tristan Newton, just, uh, just not this slate for me. Um, and I haven't really been on him much. Um, let me know if I'm doing it wrong in the chat, too. Maybe I should just be firing up Tristan Newton. Uh, I do have a lot of interest in, in the two guys right underneath him. Donovan Klingin always at 7,800. I mean, the definition of, like, large field GPP, like you're just going to pull your hair out or, you know, you're going to be running around with 30% of your closest friends. Um <laughs> So, yeah, 7,800, we know he has 40 fantasy point upside every time. I'm not going to go bonkers with it. Like, I, I just want a few shares of him. Uh, Cam Spencer at 7,400, uh, a guy that's kind of shot dependent, uh, but I do uh, yeah, I, I do want to try to get into this side because, I mean, Jay, you mentioned it, Seton Hall, 125th in defensive efficiency. Like, that's that's one of the worst of all the Power 5 programs. Um, you know, not as bad as like Louisville and DePaul, but <laughs> you know, it's it's not inside the top 100, which is typically. Oh, and you know, Jason B. Cam Spencer season, yeah, man. Um, uh, he's gonna have to poke up a couple of steals. His assist rate's gone up this year. He's just shooting 46% from three, 74 attempts. Like, good lord, man, 22% Jeez. shot rate. I I do love me some Cam Spencer for sure. A guy that I probably should sprinkle in, Eric tell us about our, your boy caravan man I know you're a fan of this cat
1: yeah Caravan is always a, uh, a fun ride when it comes to comes to Cbb DFS look the I mean the upside is always legitimate right like 7.2k he's got a couple of 40s in his bag um in in the in the last five so you you know you you, you have to consider him if you're trying to take down these these largest field tournaments you know you, you can shoot the three 35 percent there so right above the heinrich line uh 63 attempts on the season uh he chips in stocks right He's, he's he's a he's a prolific shot blocker you get boards like you know there's there's a lot of things to like and because it's been kind of an up and down ride you know not a guy that's gonna gonna draw a ton of a ton of ownership right so an interesting way to to get into this game overall with uh with a guy that's not gonna not gonna you know bring a whole lot of chalk along with him, so don't don't mind uh, you know having Caravan in the pool by any means.
0: Yeah, it's hard to pay for Caravan at seven point two when Klingon's right there at seven point eight for me. Like that's it's.
1: No one's ah, gonna do it, right?
0: I don't know, man. Hey, let's let's hit those. Uh, you guys hit the live chat, hit those comments right after let's we asked we you a that couple uh, from that Proctor prompt. Yeah, Cam's off all Duke if Proctor plays. I understand that. And if he's if he's out, Foster going foster. The, the cheaper out there. Totally understand there. Mama rocks is off Proctor. Maybe a little Mitchell and GdP' a little sprinkle. Sure, absolutely, totally understand that. And yeah, Cam Spencer season here on the Duke side. You know, what? Uh, Jason, totally understand that. Mama rocks digging the bumps. Yeah, we're trying to
1: add some things
0: in here. Yeah, gonna get there. Nah, my, home. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta have the line in my head first. I, I wanted, I want to get the B two K, but I gotta have the right, I gotta have the right one. Thanks for hopping in there and letting us know you're digging them, Mama Rocks. We appreciate it, and thank everybody for uh, for hopping in there and, and talking to us about Proctor and in uh, and Duke, you and know, and Mitchell too. If you if you want to drop something in there, let us know. Moving on now to Seton Hall, 67 point projected total here, and 314th in bench minutes. Now, basically, I mean, when we talk about they only play seven or eight guys literally literally, they only play seven or eight guys period so So, that uh, so you know there's going to be a concentration of fantasy points here Mike um with them but um is is there any I mean Richmond at 8.4 I'm scratching my head (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I could go there but I feel like we could get something out of this Seton Hall team
2: yeah, first I want to I wanna question uh, Seton Hall's 314th bench minutes with uh, where were you on Tuesday, December 12th when you decided to run Jaquan Sanders and Isaiah Coleman out there for 20-plus minutes when <laughs> you were on the main <laughs> slate and I was rocking these guys. Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I don't think I can get to Richmond, man. Like, like I said, it's just kind of it. I mean, it's a way to get different, so, you know, I don't mind it. Uh, you know, getting one or two of these guys, well, you know, you know, using the utility for some of the cheaper guards or, or vice versa, whatever, right? Jaden Bidiaco, 6,700. I mean, like, it's really a cash play. I, I don't play too many cash um, cash games, so, eh, not really going to go there. Uh, man, the guy that I always had interest in, I should have played him last late, and I'm kicking myself for not doing it. I think he's like 5,500. Zilna Daiwusu. We know him from the St. John's days as, uh, you know, that random guy that'll just go off every now and then. Well, it happened. And uh, it happened after he put up five fantasy points today. The, the game before, it was even like forty-three. Sheesh. And man, the guy just—I mean—he he has these random games. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. Uh, I don't—I'm not going to chase it. Uh, man, it's crazy. Like, you know, sixty-seven implied total. To, UConn's a very, very tough defense. Yeah. I don't know that I want to get to too many of these guys. Like Alamir Dawes uh blew up the other the other night. It seems like anytime I try to play somebody against Yukon, they always just get shut down. So if you want to go to Alamir Dawes just to get the you know the kind of the cheapest guy with you know with a high shot rate, 25%, 84 attempts from three. So every every three he makes is is creeping close to that one X. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like Okay, but he's shot dependent, he doesn't really do anything else, so and that's not really what I'm looking to attack against UConn. (laughs) Shot dependent guys, that's that's pretty terrifying, actually. Uh, Eric Dre Davis, man, he might be the uh, might be the probably the best guy to target in this uh, in this game environment from this side. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, he is uh, I mean, he's he's the golden ticket here, right? Like Charlie Button running down the street holding up a Dre Davis card at 6.4k. Guard forward eligibility. We always love that. I mean, he's he's very much so a, a GPP option because of that positional flexibility. But, I mean, also, he's, he's got some pretty legit upside overall, right? Like, there's a lot of things to like about his rates. Um, you know, pretty good on the rebound side for this kind of wing combo player. Uh, chips in a block here or there. Um, Charlie Bucket is the, uh, is the Willy Wonka reference that I was looking for. Thank you for the producers in my ear. So yeah, look, Dre, Dre, Dre Davis is a, is a guy that, you know, it's, it's a tough matchup, you know, granted, right. Mike, Mike has, uh, has, has detailed that ad, ad nauseum, right. Like these seat and all guys are going to have a long day in, uh, in the office, but you know, all, all told, I love the positional flexibility. I love the upside. Another guy that's, you know, that's, that's probably not going to, to be all that popular. So he will be one that I'll, I'll be targeting in the big jam.
0: Let me some Charlie Bucket, but you know who's the biggest piece of shit in the world is Grandpa Joe. That guy just <laughs> laid in that bed for decades and didn't do shit until that kid got Dude. that golden ticket. Like, and nothing. he was just spry, and he almost got him kicked out. Oop. He got him to drink the bubbly fizz. So, like, you can't. Grandpa Joe is like the scum of the earth. But let's—that's another show, okay? Uh, Dre <laughs> Davis is is super interesting at that price. Uh, I can't get to Richmond. I can't get to Richmond either. But Dawes. I do like that because we've seen him pay off six x really, five and a half x twice in the last five. So uh, I'll be hanging around Dawes a little bit for sure. Make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. Do it. We're over 1k on x now. It sounds like for the show page. Where are we? Are we? Are we at six? Are we still at 698 here over here on the old uh, YouTube? uh,
1: 695 is where we started so five more to our goal we're trying to get there before the end of the year that's like a week away
0: was trying to manifest 698 just by saying it out loud you know just like that you would push the button and it would automatically be there but we appreciate y'all for hanging out with us um yeah make sure you hit those buttons we appreciate that helps us continue to spread the word your favorite broskies in basketball, you know we like to do it. So thanks for hopping in those comments like you've been doing. I'll show that live chat. And if you're watching later, like our guy Corey might have to, if he's got to get up early, you know, and handle business, Mr. Moneybags over there that keeps cashing and all this stuff, you know, he watches sometimes in the next day and uh, he'll, he'll leave us a comment sometimes afterwards anyway. So make sure you do that. If you're not watching live, thanks for everybody that's hopped in mama rocks, Jason B who else cams in there, Taylor Taylor the time. Yeah. Everybody, Scott, jumping in there for the first time today, I believe, if not, first time in a while. So good to hear from everybody. Let's move on now to that Xavier and St. John, of course, St. John's. we're talking St. John's. If they are if they are playing and there's a slate, St. John's is probably on it, with good reason. Uh, let's start with Xavier, uh, 72nd offensive efficiency, 29th defensive efficiency, and 57th. Oh, wow. St. John's pew, pew. 49th offensive efficiency, 94th defensive efficiency, and 73rd and triple, pew, pew, pew. We're bouncing off the walls with the Musketeers and the Johnnies here. Um, all right. St. John's fouls a ton. They're aggressive. So Xavier's going to shoot some free throws for sure. But St. John's shot blocking and steal rate, defensive metrics on the rise for St. John's. But let's start off with the Musketeers first, 77 points. Uh, implied total here in this 155 point game. Xavier is one point, uh, dogs uh, on the road at St. John's. So, um, Xavier, Mike, we start with you here. Just lead us off here with the Musketeers.
2: Yeah, this is a, a game that I really want to get into. I just don't know how much I can get into on the Xavier side. Um, I do like me some Desmond Claude at 7,300. Going to play a pile of minutes, Uh really high shot rate and usage rate and high assist rate. Uh, hasn't been knocking down the three. So if he starts knocking down a few of those, you know, we got some meat on the bone there for sure. Uh, he's really the only guy I'm targeting um, to be, to be honest, man. Like I, I just, I, Davian McKnight, like I know he's played well the last two games. Yeah. I just worry about his usage rate in this, <laughs> in this system. Like, you know, Claude and Oliveira, you're going to get the shots. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's tough to pay this price, but maybe he's getting it figured out. So, you know, I don't mind if you use him as a one-off piece, but I'm really looking to get to, you know, probably two, maybe even three St. John's guys on some of my builds, uh, cause their pricing is just so much better. And they're at home, uh, like Usman, like all these like bigs, um, you know, the price on, on Usman is, is, is up there. It's almost 7k. So it kind of takes the upside out. Uh, for him. So I don't, I don't really have any interest. He was a lot more fun when he was (laughs) 4,500 playing 24 minutes. Like I don't want to spend 6,800 at, you know, 28 minutes and, and and he puts up, you know, 25. So it's just, that's, it's not really there for me. Um, So really my, my priority is Desmond Claude. Um, You know, Oliveri 7,900, Eric, it seems it's it's just a little too rich for my blood, man. I mean, it's only $600 away. Can you get to him?
1: Man, what a time to be alive where we're talking about uh seventy nine hundred Quincy Olivari. Um, yeah. I mean, look, he's he's played well enough at, at times to to justify it, right? Like, you know, the 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 pricing, it it feels kind of uncomfortable, but I mean he's he's reached back and you know gotten a 45 in the last couple of games. His his rates look pretty solid. 23 percent usage is cool, uh, 26% shot rate is better, 13% assist rate. You love to see what you what you really love 45% from range. It's not like he's just taken one or two shots when when he's wide open, right? 74 attempts. He's also going to be the beneficiary of that field throw free throw bump. He's taken 60 attempts from the charity stripe as well. So, you know, definitely a, a high usage guy, you know, kind of shot dependent, but maybe he gets a few more freebies from the charity stripe. You know, the the price is really the the thing here, right? Like I it's not that I necessarily mind seven point nine k for him. It's just I feel like if you're going to spend eight k, there there are some better options out there. So you can kind of mix them in as you know as you see fit. But I don't think it's the best way to spend your money, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to spend up for a guard, if you're going to be near the in that high, you know, the upper end of our mid tier or our our lower end of the high tier, I, I I honestly. If it's not Claude, it, I I don't mind McKnight at seven K flat. Like I mean, we've yeah. seen it there, and he you know four and a half, 5 X is what you need if you're getting you know seven if you're playing seven flat for something. I can I can deal with a thirty five from him and move on. So I, McKnight is intriguing. I don't know if I could get to Olivari, but um, yeah, ever off all, all three of those guards are playing. So many damn minutes. Yeah. Right. Look,
2: Look at guys. McKnight, Look. dude. Basically plays the so, entire game.
0: Right. So I mean, we're talking the, the carousels with the forwards with them, right? The guards are going to play. So I don't mind investing. Pick one, right? And if you want to yeah. be a part of this game, just pick sprinkle one in here and there. I, I don't mind being a part of this at with this with this total here. Um, but let's get to St. John's. We're gonna go back to Eric to start this one off. Um a little bit more bench usage here um on this side but but not much and you know it's it those bench minutes are spread pretty thinly i guess so who should who do you think we're looking at here in in st john's that can you know we've been talking a lot about these high price guys right away so um maybe maybe find some value in, in some lower price guys
1: yeah. I mean, immediately looking at the St. John side, I mean, Dennis Jenkins just completely jumps off the page, right? Yeah, 6.7 K is his rates are insane, including a 40% assist rate. So he's a guy that you can, you know, you can stack up if, if you want to, if you want to, you know, get a stack going on this side. Um, I mean, look, the, the upside is still kind of untapped, right? Like, He's, he's shooting, you know, 27% from three. He's taking a decent amount. Like he starts, he starts stroking those through and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the, the sky's really the limit for this kid. So, you know, it, it feels like you're, you're feeling, you're getting a pretty safe floor kind of around four X with him. If this is the game where, where he, he sees those three balls going through, you know, you're, you're really cooking with grease. He's, he's probably going to be pretty popular, right? Like he's, he's a guy that, you know, is, is going to be considered a core option on on many of the builds out there. But, have to start with with Danis Jenkins here at six point seven K. Uh the other name of note, at least for me, uh gonna do a little uh gonna do a little little bargain shopping shot down her? here. Naheem Aline. 3.5k. I mean, look, like for for a, a near min price guy, like you know, a, a high teens usage rate isn't uncommon. 22% shot rate is pretty good for for a guy that's this cheap. 33% from downtown, so you, you like that, right? The I think the thing that kind of gets him steamed up a little bit, there's there's a little bit of buzz some chatter out there that he may start next <laughs> to Jenkins in this game, right? So, what if you he know, plays 28 minutes?
2: How much are you, you going to have <laughs> full lock button at 28 minutes?
1: I mean, damn near, right? But I mean, the, every, I mean, three, every three, three like,
2: he hits is one X.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I think a lot of people are going to approach a lead in that way, right? Like, if if that if that gets confirmed, probably three to four minutes before lock, <laughs> um, then he's he's going to have a lot of people late swapping onto him, right? Until, then, um, until
2: he starts zero for four, and then he does these twenty yeah. minutes, and then
0: and I the and the thing is, is like he's be one of the highest owned players on the slate. Period. I just think people yeah, are going to run him if we
1: get confirmation there for yeah, sure. If... And he's he's been solid in in limited minutes, right? So like you can you know you can play him with Jenkins. You know I, I talked about. That, that assist rate that Jenkins offers, you know, Jenkins is going to be a great stacking partner. Or if you want to just pivot off Jenkins altogether, um, you know, Aline's a very interesting and cheap way to get into this St. John's side. Mike, I I know I I probably I probably swooped in and, and scooped up some of the, the more appealing names. But any <laughs> anyone else that's that's catch, catching your attention here for the Redmond?
2: Uh man, I mean Soriano's there if he's ninety two hundred. Uh, I, I I don't ever go a slate without playing him on one lineup. So <laughs> I will play him on at least one. So, yeah, I mean, just he could put up a massive double, double, like, a, you know, 16 and 13 uh, block, a couple of shots, 7% block rate on the season. All these other guys um, like Dingle cause um, guys, guys are shot dependent. Conway. Uh, just not for me. Chris Ledlam, Here we go again. Like, the yeah, I can't, you like part of my starting five of I can't quit you. Um, was on that 43 <laughs> spot. Uh, I don't think he was on the slate. It's on the always the same, John guys guys too. yeah. It's always the same always guys. Same he's basically guys. the new David Jones. <laughs> he's basically David Jones. Like, I mean, it just is what it is, man. Like, just rates across the border are awesome. I think we had a I think comment in here, uh, about the uh, yeah, here we go. Love Jenkins and Ledlam from Mama Rocks mm-hmm. here. Uh, guys, go Mama Rocks.
0: Yeah, uh, I question. question that Mama Rock's dropped in there is two v two in there, so you know stacking two and two in this Xavier St. John's game too many for this total. What do you think? Mike?
2: I mean, if it goes double overtime, you want two of the Xavier guards <laughs> and, two, <laughs> and two and Boy, two and yeah. i I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying if you're gonna get two Xavier guards at 46 minutes, yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna. I'm pro, if it leans in, like you're gonna have to. God, if he leans in, you're going to, if you click him and he plays swing, and then you get a guy that we're going to talk about later that's basically a lock button on cash or tournament uh, at guard, you're going to have so much money to spend that you can get to a Soriano Ledlam combination. You can get to a Jenkins Ledlam combination. You can get to a, yeah, I mean, you can get up to five in this game. I mean, it's going to be up and down. Uh, Man, definitely have some Jenkins tomorrow from Cam. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, God, it's hard not to lock him in too. So, he've really a lot of fantasy points scored in this game and on this slate. So, yeah, I definitely don't mind it dingling like Conway and these guys like, man, just it's not really for me, man.
0: We're going to have to you're going to have to, you know, draw the line somewhere. And where are you going to be different and how what is your lineup going to do to make you stand out in these tournaments, right? So, if you if you decide to just stack 2232, two, two, whatever you can get to in this one, I get it. It's, a, it's not 170 points like earlier, like the earlier total that we talked about. But 155 <laughs> is, is not a bad place to be. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. And and being a part of this game in, in a big way, I've, I'm not against it, you know? And, and, uh, I would say if you're
2: going to take two Xavier guys, David McKnight has to be one just because of his assist rate. He has a 30% assist rate. So when you stack guys, like typically you want to grab that assist so that way, while your guy's scoring a three or a bucket, you hear other guys getting an assist. So, if you're gonna play two on the Xavier side, I think Davian McKnight that would need to be at least be one of my. I don't know that I would play Claude and Oliver because Oliver is real shot dependent, only a 13% assist rate. So, it feels like you're just leaving some fancy points on the table doing it that way.
0: Yeah, it's because you need to play McKnight. <laughs> <laughs> and he's cheaper. <laughs> and cheaper. Uh, all right. Thanks for everybody for for hopping in those comments. Got a couple more games left here that we're going to roll through. Let's hit the Northwestern and Arizona State game. Northwestern, six-point favorites uh, on the road. there. Oh, at the Footprint Center in Phoenix. There we go. Um, so, I mean, it's Arizona. Okay, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, but Northwestern is still uh, six-point favorites, 137-point total. This was one of the ones that we weren't sure about, but Arizona State gets up and down, so there's going to be some fantasy points Scored and both teams are going to get bumps in assist. Oh, there he is, see Hustle in the comments talking about my Sun Devils. Forks up, of course. We thought this guy would be asleep by now, and there he is. Man, we should have done
1: this game here, last, just through. kept yeah, him we up till just midnight. Kept
0: him up the whole damn time. <laughs> but we appreciate you having him in there, Napesy Hustle, with us as always. Um, we're there though, let's get to it. Assist rates uh, for both. Clubs are going to get a big bump here for the uh, the FP bumps for this game. So let's start with Northwestern, and their 70 implied points here. 331st off the bench, so, you know, super tight. Uh, yeah. Only scored 56 against DePaul, but we're going to look past that. Um, we had the right guy
2: in that game. He was in our core four. <laughs> I
0: was. think
2: that's what helped Eric get into his fourth, <laughs> fourth place.
0: but But you know who's on that team. Of course. <laughs> of course.
2: Of course, it is. It's boo booey, man. And roller coaster season, it's really the price point. Last year was 77K. So we were like, you know, playing them a little bit more. Um, but at this price point and just this slate, it's just tough to do it. Um, Jay, bring up a good point, uh, though, on the assist boost. Like he's a guy that can rack up, you know, eight dimes in this spot. Both of these rotations are tight. You said 331st and bench is for Northwestern. Arizona say 338. You know who's going to be on the floor, um, so that's that's the nice thing. Even though this is one of the uglier totals, look like if you want to pay a, a tad of a sprinkle, one of Bowie, I get it. I'd rather pay five hundred dollars. less than play Barnheiser because he he does a ton. Um, I mean, this the rates are insane. If he could hit some threes, man, like his upside would you know even creep up a little bit more. Um, so I do have some interest in Barnheiser as the price has declined a, a little bit over the last couple of games, as he's just kind of been living in that high twenty, low thirty range. Um So he's he's probably a guy that um, I'm gonna try to figure out how to get to that guard, paying up at that guard though. Um, you can do it if you pay for you know someone like a lean. You find out he's in the starting lineup, and then a guy on the other side of this game that's the near lock that we're going to talk about. mean, Ryan Langborg, he's six thousand eight hundred um i mean yeah uh we could go back to the well here i just you know i prefer him in pace that spot before he's just gonna host up a bunch of threes um he's a little more shot dependent not really an assist guy so not the bump that we're used to there nicholson at 4900 i don't know like he's just a guy that plays 20 minutes so like could he bang her for like a 25 like sir, yeah, 21. I mean, just like yeah he's a 21 minute guy um, I don't know, man, 12% usage rate. Like I'm not into paying forty nine hundred when I could at Ford, uh when I can pay thirty five hundred or you know four K for you know two to three guards and go up and get someone like Soriano or go up and get someone um you know at that forward position that's in the you know the seven K range. So yeah, Eric, I mean Ty Berry's also there, man. Like a guy that uh was actually on one of my top lineups this year. Um you getting getting groovy at fifty two hundred with him?
1: Ty Berry, a guy who is not playing 21 minutes. He's up over 28 minutes on the season. He can reach back and get into the mid thirties pretty regularly. So don't mind that at all. Uh, Don't mind the fact that he's getting a little bit of a, a little bit of a haircut here. I love me a good bargain. He's down to 5.2 K. This is a guy that was up into the six K's not that long ago. So, you know, he's, he's, he's more of a large field player pool kind of guy. Um, You know, you, you like that he's out there a lot, you know, with, within this tight rotation, you know, for for him, I mean the you know, that five and a half, six X upside is is legitimate. You know, he's he's gonna have to keep hitting threes, he's probably gonna have to poke out a couple of steals, right? Those games where he's hitting his ceiling, he's racking up those stocks mainly on the steal side, right? So, you know, Ty Berry at a discount, I mean, don't don't mind going there as part of a, a large field player pool option.
0: Big time pace up here. Um, I like Bowie and, and Barry both. Trying to find ways to get them in. Um, love, you know, getting those assists. Uh, it's gonna be up and down. Um, we'll see. Bowie, anyway, getting the assists, obviously. Um, but yeah, let's move on now to those Sun Devils for our guy Nape. Here we go. We're gonna go right back to Eric Fork here them. to lead us off here. Forks up. That's right. Which which conference are you playing in next season? Never mind. Go ahead, Eric
1: man i i have to go first here because anyone that is a day one breadhead knows that i've been chasing this adam miller breakout for damn near two years and now he he finally gets the beloved waiver he is he is expected to suit up Oh, uh, he did suit up in in the in this last game put up a yeah. 30 spot Came out on still fire still rocking 4.8k on the price tag, right? So, like, they absolutely need his offense if they want this game to stay, you know, even competitive. You know, the the matchup, obviously, against Northwestern is not great. Northwestern has slowed down a ton of very good players this year, but the the volume is there, and and the price is just too cheap, right? So, like, I'm I'm not sure I can play, you know, anyone else with him on this lineup, but, Mm. you know... Looking at the rest of the Sun Devil side, Mike, do you have any? Do you have any good news for the uh, for the ASU faithful? <laughs> do you have do you have a uh, do you have a nice bedtime story before Nate C. Hustle calls it a night? Mm-hmm. No, this is
2: terrible. You get the two time waiver, uh, you know, coming in first game playing thirty one minutes getting the start. Woo! So why Fresh would legs. I pay? Why would I pay seventy two hundred for Frankie Collins? He puts a up a nine <laughs> His minutes. You know they get blown out by T.C. He's probably going to be close oh, to the thirty. God. I get that. Jamia Neal, Jose Perez, like they're <laughs> they're all gonna take hits here. Uh, Gaffney, I guess, like it's just Northwestern. <laughs> like, look, like Miller's a lock button guy. It, it, it's tough to say that against Northwestern, but he's gonna play thirty minutes. He's gonna take a bunch of shots. Like he's their best player. They need him to be competitive. <sighs> uh, yeah, just I mean. I mean, a 24, like, you're still, you're still feeling good, so feeling it's going to be Real good at 24. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if you put up an 18. Like, it's not – he's not a little more shot dependent, right? Like, you're hoping the price is, you know, a little bit lower, but at 4,800, man, for this caliber player, like, I don't know, man. Like, he's, he's their number one option. Like, you basically – if you're not playing him, like, that's terrifying, I guess. This is another way to look at it, too, even in a tough matchup.
0: Well, and, you know, obviously, like you said, that TCU game was a blowout. Um, but they all – a bunch of them still played a ton of minutes. Uh, Gaffney only played 18. Um, but, again, like, I, I can't can't take too much stock in that first game back – or first game there for Miller, everybody takes a hit, right? And, and mm-hmm. it was a blowout. So, um, but, yeah, it's hard to argue 4.8K with, with what you know you're going to get out of him. Uh, We'd love to see it. Uh, And I'll be all over Adam Miller as well. Last game here on the showcase, Villanova traveling to Creighton with a 140-point implied total. Villanova six-point dogs on the road. They are also 31st in offensive efficiency, 39th in defensive, and 333rd in tempo. Creighton 11th. Offensive, oh, man, we got, we got a bunch of games after this. I'm jumping ahead. I'm just trying to get to the rolling through here. We got all kind of feature games tonight. Game so we're by gonna game. Keep, we're going to keep it rolling game by game here, of course. Villanova, uh, no, I was at Creighton, 11th offensive efficiency, 27th defensive efficiency, and 234th in tempo. So, you know, 140 points sounds about right uh, on the total there for Villanova and Creighton. Creighton getting a bump in shot blocking, three-point percentage, and assists, so – Going to be all over some Creighton guys not really feeling Nova at all. But, uh, Mike, go ahead and start with Nova.
2: Uh, Do I have to? Um, This is kind of the team that I'm crossing off. (laughs) It's, uh, I mean, like we got to figure out what's going to happen with Justin Moore. If he's in, I hate them even more. (laughs) If he's out, I guess you could look at Bamba and Hart, right, Eric? I mean, there's nothing really, I don't know. Like the pricing's okay, but it's like (laughs) there's a reason why they're, Kind of at this price, and even these prices are kind of scary.
1: Yeah, I mean, look the the news on on more is is really the only chance to stir up something of of interest, right? Um, you know, it's 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 been kind of a, a rocky start for um, you know for the for the wild for the for the Villanova side thus far. You know, maybe if if Moore's out, you know, a, a guy like you know Longino or, or Bomba, like you said. Is someone to to consider, but I mean, there's just just not a whole lot to like on on this side. Creighton's honestly.
2: so tough defensively, man, so tough. Yeah, yeah. it's a buzz I, don't, I
0: don't, don't think I'm touching them at all. Let's get to Creighton, three uh, hundred eighteenth in bench minutes, seventy three points implied total here. Mike, dive right in uh, to Creighton.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, you know who's out there, right? It's uh, it's a big three: <laughs> Shireman, Alexander, uh, Clark, Brenner, and then you have Ashworth out there for a lot of minutes and then splitting the minutes at the you know that four spot. So. Um Shireman, tough price, man, but you know he can put you know you can put up 40 fantasy points. So he's in the player pool. Kalkbrenner. Um, man, like he's more of a cash play, right? Like <laughs> 8,500 for this cat. Like he just feels like he just feels like he can't do more than 35 40 fantasy points. So that's really, really kind of his ceiling. Trey Alexander, his price has fallen. He has crushed me on prize picks. He has crushed me on DK. I am so pot-committed at this point, even in this terrible matchup against Villanova, that I will play him at 7,500 because he could drop 40 to 45 fantasy points in this spot. I'm hoping he has no ownership. I'm hoping that he he can pay me back for the last, like, you know, <laughs> four slates I've played him on. Um, he just hasn't quite been there because he's been in the 9K range, right? And, you know, those 30s, they're, they're not quite as sweet until, unless you're in the 7,500 range, so... Uh, Alexander is kind of that guy for me. The rest of these guys like Mason Miller and Far- like I, I, I don't think you need to go here, man. Ashworth's my dude. Eric. Like the price has just completely plummeted. As you know, he's just not really. You know, the other three guys are just so much usage with them.
1: Yeah, I mean that's, that's the thing, right? Like he is the uh, he is he is the the fourth leg of a three-legged stool here. Um, I I do love a, a a falling price tag, right? Four point four k. I mean at that price tag like he technically qualifies as as a value and you know he, he should be one of the ways that you look to save a little bit of money on this slate and you know for for however much you know his his usage may fall off I mean he's he's part of that all cardio team right he's out there like almost 30 minutes <laughs> a game so you know one of these nights you know if if he's taking a few more threes where he's shooting 39% for the season you know maybe he's he's dishing out a few more dimes um you know he he could he could reach reach into his bag and get to six you know maybe even seven x yeah, upside man. He at has this 30 price. fantasy
2: point upside it's yeah. just...
1: like at at 4.4k like can you get to 28 or 29 yeah he's yeah. he's done it recently right you know for for me I, I think with Ashworth, like if you're if you're building multiple lineups you are putting in you know 15 20 25 builds in there he might be a guy that you can kind of go overweight on and and create a little bit of leverage on the field and you know if that six seven x upside you know comes to pass this week, like this this slate, I should say, like he's he's got the potential to be a, a tournament winner, you know. Yeah, for sure, love, he definitely
0: does. Love him at four point four. Like it's just it, it it's almost going to be hard just not to just smash it every time I walk by him. Especially because um, he's
2: not a he's, a he's not a four point four player. Like we've not like we played him no. at seven k last year at Utah State. So. Yeah.
0: Right and gladly played him at 7k last year we know what he's capable of and something somebody gets in foul trouble here or you know anything like ashworth is that guy and shooting nearly 40 percent from three like if he just gets on a heater and hits a few threes and you love the assist rate as well like it's 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 going to be a big game for him i'm not mad at it at all make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons and jump in that comment section just like our guy cam did who before we leave this game was saying, if more is out, I think Dixon uses goes up again. They need yeah. him to stay close to that six-point spread. Yeah? Definitely yeah. Again, make sure we're paying attention, right, Mike?
2: Yeah, I mean, 6,500, like, I get it. And I've, I've always missed out on Eric Dixon. Like, I just – I don't know, man. Like, it just – I he shouldn't he – he has these ceiling games every now and then. It just – this is ugly, man. Like, I mean, he got – I mean, he can stretch the floor a little bit, shoot the three. So, I, I completely get that. Like, he can bring Colburner out of the paint. Right, and and create some things for Villanova, but there's a reason why you know they're implied 67 points. Um, then I just think Tyler Burton's is just a better player. Like we just haven't he's been that the last couple of games, and so there's some competition there. Um, and a lot of these guys, man, coming over, you know, Bomba's a good scorer. Like you know, yeah, I don't know. Just if you want to play well, Derek Dixon, I get it, and I, I I don't fault you at all for for doing that. I just yeah, I can't get there, I guess.
0: But it's just for me, it's you look at his rates and you're feeling like those fantasy totals should be more than right. mid twenties on a nightly basis. Like yeah. when you see those usage and shot rates and assist rate, it just it feels like he should be scoring more fantasy points. So that makes sense to want to be a part of that because that explosion is probably gonna come for sure. Oklahoma and North Carolina now moving on here. Uh this one's being played in the Spectrum Center in Charlotte. One hundred and fifty-five point implied total. North Carolina is one point favorites in this one. Oklahoma, thirty-third offensive efficiency, eighth defensive, and one hundred fortieth in tempo. North Carolina, you know, I've been I've been hard on the Tar Heels, but you know they've, they've you know, they've been, uh, you're doing that, doing thing. Pretty, you're you're that pretty, thing. Pretty pretty good here. Ninth offensive efficiency, 46th and defensive, and thirty-third in tempo. Pew, pew, pew. Gotta love that. North Carolina shot blocking, getting a bump here on the metrics. Let's start though with Oklahoma, Mike. I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna go to Eric actually this time. Uh, talk about those Sooners.
1: Yeah, the uh the Sooners that are catching my eye, I'll start with Javian McCollum, six point four K. I mean, look, this is this is a guy that is very much so in, you know, core consideration in, in these types of environments, specifically at you know, at this price in you know, in a in a pace up spot for guards, you know. I mean, I, I'm almost at a loss for words in terms of you know the the type of accolades that you you want to you want to pile on him here, right? Like you you love the rates, 22 percent assists, so he's someone that you can stack with. Taking a ton of threes, 56 attempts already, he's converting them pretty well, 36 percent from behind the arc, right? So like you know he's he's a guy that I I kind of get the the feeling we're going to talk about in our core four a little bit later tonight, and and really for for good reason. Ah, uh, the other sooner of note, at least for me, we can go over to Milos Uzan. If you're looking for a little bit of a haircut in terms of some savings, save 300 bucks, go down to 6.1k. I mean, he is he is the straight line pivot off of McCollum, but also sporting a 22% assist rate of his own. You can you can stack these guys up, right? They can they can hand out a couple of dimes you know the the floor with uzon's a little bit lower right he he's he's put up a couple of duds here here recently i think that should stand to drive his ownership down and so for me you know in this in this plus environment he feels like he's a he's a pretty well leveraged tournament play so these are really the two names on the sooner side that are catching my attention uh mike any anyone else here that we you, you think we should we should delve into
2: no, I love the guards, man. Um, yeah, McCollum, Yuzan. I mean, Owe, I don't play as much of him, but his price has come down to where the other guys are at. Spin the wheel with these guys. And I don't mind if you play two of them, honestly. Like, North Carolina gives up fantasy points, especially to the guard position. Um, you know, the... Owe, is just, it's just like, God, man, like, I, I don't know. I just – I love McCollum and his scoring ability. I love Yuzan and his ability to rebound and assist from the guard position um always just he doesn't shoot a lot of threes um he's got a high shot rate but rebounding rates just you know it's okay for a guard like he just doesn't excite me um and it used to be because obviously they get the price decrease you can get down to McCollum and he's on now that he's right there like I think he's in play um these other guys like you know you know huggy bear here at uh, fifty eight hundred i I don't think so man um Godwin uh why can't he play 25 to why can't he play 30 minutes like (laughs) I just he needs to be he needs to be 4,500 for me to consider him on this lane he's you know he's obviously 5,300 so I can't even though I love the rebounding rate the block rate um I I just I just love the guards uh in this environment and then you know I obviously love the North Carolina side too so um yeah, I mean, if I'm having to if I'm having to rank the guards out, right? I, I think I'm there with with McCollum at one, on at two, and, and Oway at three. So,
0: yeah, he can go away from my lineups. <laughs> um, yeah, Eric teasing McCollum there in my in one of our core fours later. Can we do cash at tournament ones? That's that's what they call a tease in the business. I love that McCollum play on this Wednesday slate. But let's move to North Carolina um mike rj davis baycott ingram bunch of expensive guys here at the <laughs> top of the of the pay sheet yeah uh, how do we get into it i mean we know the north carolina gives up some fantasy points but they 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 score a lot fun, so <laughs> yeah uh, how do we is it, i mean honestly at eight the big three one to, to nine flat is this a a spin the wheel thing like are we what are we trying to do yeah
2: i think i'm prioritizing um i think i'm prioritizing baycott in this one you get the you get the shot block uh bump here which he needs because he can easily double double but you need his shot blocking to pay off his uh his upside so if he's going to go out and get three to four uh you know blocks that's really going to take him up you know another uh one x so you know, whereas he's kind of living in those, that 30 range. That'll get him up into the 40 range. So you get the haircut on the price at 8900 You like that. You stack him with two of the Oklahoma guards. You know, it's not that expensive. Um, so I, I I don't mind it. Um, and plus there's no the, – the other forwards that are always on the slate, like, you know, Jesse Everts, he's obviously hurt, so he's going to be back for a while. But, you know, Edie and Dickinson, all those guys, you know, their assist rates, um, you know, their, their steal rates, like, they're just higher than Baycott, so they always have higher – that's why you see them reach back and get 50 sometimes, whereas Baycott, it just seems like it's like 45. He has to have like 20 points and, and you know, damn near 20 rebounds if he's not blocking any shots because those are his only two paths to get there. Uh, this is a plus matchup for him, though, in the block category, uh, so I don't mind it there. The, uh, the other two guys, I don't even know if I want to spin the wheel, Jay. Like R.J. Davis, he's 9K, dude. Like that's – the thing about R.J. Davis, though, is that he's going to play a ton. Like he's going to play every minute. He's going to shoot the ball a ton, 31% shot rate. I get it if you want to go there. Um, You play an Adam Miller and and an Aline, you can easily get to RJ Davis, right? And and two of the guards from Oklahoma. So you could do it that way. Um, It's just tough because I I do like Baycott's price, uh, at least on this slate and this matchup. So if you want to go to Ingram, like, okay. Um, He's a guy that does a little bit of everything. He's probably better suited, about 500 to 1,000 cheaper to get some upside. Um, but it feels like one of these guys is going to have a big game and yeah, you're going to have to pay for it, but North Carolina always has a, they always give up huge games to a couple of guys and they always typically have big games from either one or two of their guys. So those are really the three that I'm prioritizing. Uh, Eric, which one are you prioritizing? Is anybody else that uh, you want to get in here?
1: Yeah. One of the ways that you don't have to pay up to get into this, this UNC side is with Cormac Ryan, right? Uh, 5.3 K, He's coming off of that twenty-eight spot where he saw a ton of minutes at his at his price tag, right? So, like, definitely don't don't mind having him in in the player pool, especially if you're trying to get into this game in particular. He's he's one of these classic, you know, shot dependent kind of guys, right? Like the nights where where he sees he sees the ball going through the hoop, you know, that's that's really where he's he's getting to these ceiling performances in terms of his his fantasy output but I mean the, you know, so much of that big three are just soaking up all of the usage. Right. So like, you know, we, we, we got to consider him, you know, more of a stacking partner than anything else. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to trot out, you know, a, a you know, a, a naked Cormac Ryan in a, you know, in a one-sided UNC build. So you know someone to consider, but I, I think more so, um, you know, kind of that stacking piece and, you know, you're you're really hoping that this this game goes over for him to get back into those uh-huh. you know thirty plus minute range.
0: Yeah, I get it. I don't mind Ryan though. It's like you said, Eric, especially at this price. Like it's it's intriguing. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little bit of him, especially uh, he shoots enough threes. Right? He, he's only hitting thirty percent of them, but if he hits a few of them, he goes uh-huh. three for five or something like that. We're cooking, yeah. we're cooking Your there.
1: Business. We're in
0: business. Stay the f- – oh, no, we won't go there. Okay, make <laughs> sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons as we move on to Alabama, traveling to Arizona. Ooh, one, oh, this is to shiver. I got you chills. See. They're multiplying. 177-point total here. Arizona's seven-point favorites at home. Of course, the cruel irony that is Arizona is now my son's favorite college basketball team, and Caleb Love is his favorite player. the world coming to but i get it because they're sixth in offensive efficiency third in defensive fifth in tempo yeah they just they got tripped up a little bit but who doesn't of course across the season alabama first in offensive efficiency 37th in tempo pretty good on defense at 105th as well so you know why it's 177 point total here i mean this might as well you know, be a home game for, for Arizona. It's one of those out of there at the footprint center again. So um, might as well be a home game for Arizona, but Bama seven point dogs going in the metrics getting the bump here. Alabama's three point shooting uh, Arizona's shot blocking and effective field goal percentage. So there's going to be some points scored here, period. Starting with Mike here, Alabama with 85 implied points. Um, No, wait, by the way, let's flip that because Bama is the dog here, right? So, either way, uh, they're going to score a lot of points, Mike. So, we love Grant Nelson on this show. Um, Wish he could play
2: more minutes. would we, <laughs>
0: love to see him. Yeah, exactly. would love to see him uh, play some more minutes, especially having to pay 7.3K for him. But where hmm. are you going with uh, Alabama?
2: Alabama. Uh, yeah, you got it right, Jay. Uh, 85 and flat total. Arizona's at 92. This is going to be... It's gonna be a ton of uh ton of points. Yeah, ton of points scored in this one. Uh, Alabama man, like, oh gosh, like it's just pick a rotate. Like, pick some guys that you want. I guess that's what the point of the, the non-con is, right? So, I don't play Mark Sears at this price point. Um, so, just it's not for me. Grant Nelson, I wish he played more minutes. He's now seventy-three hundred. At some point, he's gonna go for thirty-five. <laughs> Um, I don't know when that point is. He might be 6,600 by the time it happens. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, he's just kind of annoying right now. So, I'm not going to get to, not going to get to too much Grant Nelson. I do love Aaron Estrada in this game. His price has come all the way down to 6,600. He's got a 25% usage rate, a 28% shot rate, nearly a 20% assist rate, shooting 40% from three, and a 2% steal rate. Like, he was a guy that I was playing at, you know, seven, almost damn near 8K. Uh, so, yes, yeah, sign me up for 6,600 in this environment. I will take that for sure. He should play 35 minutes or so. He's really the priority guy that I'm looking in this game. Uh, I know why he had 5,200. It just fouls too much. And you don't really know what the big rotation is going to be with Alabama, which is kind of hurting Grant Nelson, too. I mean, you've got Nick Pringle there. You've got, um, you know, Walters every now and then will play five to – 15 minutes. I mean, it's just kind of annoying with their rotation at, uh, you know, at the forward and center positions. So really for me, it's, it's going to be Aaron Estrada. I, I took a peek at Ryland Griffin at 5k Eric. um, I know you love Sears, man. I just, I just never play him at that price, man. Am I doing it wrong here?
1: No, I I don't think you are right. Like Sears is a, Sears is a, a solid play on, on merit, right? Like you, you you love the race he's trotting out there. Twenty seven percent usage, twenty seven percent shot, twenty three percent assists. Like everything you're looking for. Almost fifty percent from three on fifty four attempts. Like checking a lot of boxes. I think I think the argument against Sears is more more practical in nature, right? Like there's just so much guard value that you have to get to 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 do everything else with your builds that like like those spots aren't really available, you know? So like. You know, Sears. I mean, he's he's been terrific. He's he's flashed, you know, pretty solid upside at times. He's got, you know, a couple of forty-five pluses in in his game log. You know, i I think he's I think he's more of a cash play. If uh if you're doing your best Corey impression, you're getting into that single entry. Uh, if you're trying to ship the one in, the inaugural one and done invitational, like Mark Sears is a is a solid small field, you know, cash kind of option. I just I I don't really find myself getting to him because. I'm I'm looking to save money by way of the guard spot, and one of the ways that I'm doing that is with the aforementioned Rylan Griffin, 5K flat. I mean, look, it's like every slate. You know, it's it's kind of like a like a why not sort of thing. He's <laughs> gotten into the mid to upper 20s. You know, plenty of times this year. Definitely feels like more of a large field kind of option. You know, someone that you can you can play with your exposures with if you're if you're mass multi entering personally i i wish he was slightly cheaper we've talked about some guys that are kind of in the mid 4k range that i like a little bit better you know in a vacuum but specifically i mean there aren't a whole lot of 177 point games in general certainly uh certainly on on this slate right so like trying to find ways to get into this game you know rylan griffin is a is an interesting way to do it he's a great stacking partner or you know if if you're If you're taking the full contrarian route, if you want to pivot off of the presumed most popular player on the board, Adam Miller from ASU, like you can you can pivot straight to Rylan Griffin at you know a fraction of the ownership. So you know there's there's a few different ways that you can you can think about getting him into into the mix. But point being, he's he's definitely in the player pool.
0: He's got to be right. There's no doubt about it. Especially at that price. When you said 5K flat, I mean, we've said that a few times on the show, but I immediately went to, my phone bill is 2G flat, <laughs> no need to worry, my accountant handles that. Yeah, yeah, all, right. <laughs> all right, getting to me here, Arizona, I was right, 85 there on that side, 92 implied points for that's Arizona. A lot. I mean, uh, <laughs> I was told that there would be no math, but How that's my, a, lot. a lot. That's a lot.
2: Points.
0: Eric, I'm going to go right back to you. Um you want know, to talk guess, about your boy. <laughs> 8.7 really? Like are you doing this? Is this is a sour is a sour handling this? 8 8.7. You really? willed it
2: into existence this off season, my guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: 8.7k. We were uh we were talking about it uh in our in our text thread. Seems like Caleb Love just loves exploding on these Saturday slates. Just loves him, loves him some weekend action. Got his price tag all the way up, no you know. Plan. For of you know, street, for, <laughs> for me, I I kind of look at him similarly to to Sears, right? Like, I just I I don't find myself paying up at guard a ton, but you know, Caleb Love. I mean, he's a he's a solid option at at the price tag, right? Like, it it has exploded. You know, we generally don't like. Paying for these guys at the, you know at their peak, but you know functionally, I just I don't find myself getting there. If if you're really trying to you know find a, a unique way, um, you know to to create a bit of leverage on the field, I don't think he'll be popular because of that that price tag. So, um, you know, with that, you know, could could be a bit of a of, of a contrarian angle to to play there. The uh, the name that I I am much more excited to talk about is my guy key johnson a uh, a critical late swap in that fourth place that i shipped over the weekend nice. uh, he also picked up a bit of a price tag he's up to 7.5k overall um you know the the rates the rates are exactly what you're looking for specifically that 31 combined rebound rate but he dips that he chip dishes out those dimes pretty well for a big man 11 percent assist rate he chips and dips at four and three percent block and steal rate so i mean like the the game environment sets up very nicely for him this is the game to get into you know he's uh he's another guy that at least if if i have my druthers we're probably talking about here in our in one of our core fours a little bit later so those those are the big names of note for me but like we've talked about a couple times like Mike, I I think we have to find a a variety of different angles in terms of how we get into this game. Yeah,
2: ninety-two implied points. I mean, Omar Ballo is seven K. Like, I get it. The upside is probably not there at that price. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I just I do play him because I do play a a lot of lineups. I'm playing him on one just in case he goes for a forty. You know, Boswell burned everybody. He's at six K. I'm going to go to the well here. Um, he's just too good of a player, um, you know. Nice rates. It's just been it's been the Caleb Love show, Jay. So, unfortunately for for Boswell and Larson lately, it's they've kind of taken a backseat to this guy. I gotta ask Jay a question, man. Like, do you yeah. think people are gonna chase the like? Usually people jump off when this. You know, Caleb Love's gone from like what six k to mm-hmm. you know, almost nine k. You think people are just gonna keep chasing it because he's been just he's lighting up a it up? Grand the, from
1: the last slate. I mean.
2: That's a, there's no way he should have any ownership. I don't think so. He feels he feels real solid, but I don't know. It's
0: well. That's that's the thing is if you feel like they're going to score 92 points, Caleb loves. to <laughs> Have a lot of them. He's going to play. shoot a lot. I mean, I mean, 26 percent shot rate doesn't happen by since, and that's come up since the beginning of the year. He was super unselfish mm-hmm. at the beginning, and you still see it with a 22 percent assist rate there. Um, yeah, it, it's just, it's tough for me to get there, but I totally understand Cam jumping in and saying, yeah. RJ and Caleb will both be low-owned tomorrow. Yeah, and that, and I, that's crazy because
2: they're going to play yeah. 38 minutes and they're going to shoot a ton
1: of shots.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I agree. So again, like if, if we're trying to win, I say this all the time when I'm writing my Thursday night football betting articles, are you trying to win $5 or are you trying to yeah. win 5 k Yeah. And I think Caleb Love. <clears throat> As just as good of an opportunity as anybody on this slate to just absolutely wreck things. Yeah. So I'm not mad at you for wanting to go there. Uh,
2: I like Cam saying, uh, "Do we play Bradley revenge here?" <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that face. Uh, that face pretty much says it. I mean, he's 3.2. <laughs> <3. laughs> like he's way that more talented than 3.2. To... If, if Caleb yeah. Love or Boswell get in the foul trouble, like he. <laughs> I mean, it's just not going to, it's just not going to happen. I don't.
0: <laughs> Can, Cam knew the answer to that question when he asked it. Definitely. I think, I, I think you got to bump off of that, but you know, in case Caleb Love does something that Caleb Love would do, three <laughs> fouls in the first half or something like that, you know, well, who knows, but all right, that's, that's enough. That's enough. I can't, I can't deal with this Caleb Love sunshine pumping anymore. I just gotta, just, Number three on the, the big board. Yeah. As, he, as it looks like he probably should have been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's another story for another day because I've already hit, took, taken enough hits tonight on this. So um, shout out to Cam for sure hopping in there. Um, before we close it up, we are going to get to the core four and more. We're not just one core four. No, no. Well, no. Not here on One and Done. We're bringing you the cash core four and the tournament core fours. I'm going to hit you with the cash core. And like Eric mentioned earlier – JVN McCollum from those land thieves of Oklahoma, 6.4K. I'm all over that. Dennis Jenkins, who, who said in the comments they were all over Jenkins? Was that Cam? Yeah. Oh, Mama uh, Rocks. Mama, Mama Rocks, Rocks. And that. Yeah. Cam both said they were going to have some Jenkins. I will, too, especially in cash games at 6.7K. <laughs> um, Adam Miller at 48 for Arizona State, let's click that button, and then Kishad Johnson at 7.5K. Going to get him in there. And, hey, uh, Eric, I know you're pushing these buttons on this draft. Well, do me a favor. Do me, <laughs> do me a favor. Put a lean in there. I love when he does it. Put mm. a lean in there.
2: How much you got left? How much we got 7K
1: left? 7K Yeah. Dude, you do <laughs>
2: But you only got one you can only get one more guard, which is what we were talking about. And
1: that guard log jam. That's is that guard real. log jam
2: because if tough. you want to get it's to the vet, Yeah. Which is why Baycott and like these guys make Some, even more sense to me. But
1: someday we're gonna we're gonna find a <laughs> slate where there's forward value when we're not gonna know what to do. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, well it, it ain't in my core for these cash, that's for sure. But I'm gonna go over to Eric now for the tournament core we can clear that off so we don't fill up any more spots here on the old screen you know DK doesn't like it and I understand it so um, Eric go ahead and hit us with that tournament core for now
1: yeah so for the tournament side uh, we're going to go to one of our favorites, the guy that we find ourselves playing a fair amount (laughs) because of that positional flexibility I'm going to put him in the forward spot (laughs) re-guard log jam from earlier so Chris Ledlam. Yeah. the uh the the guard slash forward 6.8k from st john's uh, i mean look mike mike mentioned this this next guy a couple of times over as someone who's uh, who's left us holding the bag we are absolutely pot committed on trey alexander so we'll click his name 7.5k the guard from creighton a uh, player that i talked about earlier milos Uzon. he is going to be my sooner guard of choice in the tournament context sitting at 6.1k last but certainly not least we've got donovan Klingon, the picture of tournament upside but also the picture of risky (laughs) downside right (laughs) these are these are guys that you know they're going to have lower floors but you know ultimately they they carry some some unreal upside especially when you consider their price tag overall right like you know we've 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 gone into the core four and more approach these last couple of weeks, building out for cash and tournaments. And that that last tournament core four went absolutely bananas, right? So, like, you know, like, like you said, Jay, we're we're trying to we're trying to win a number with a comma in it. We're not we're not trying to win seven bucks here. So, you know, this this mm-hmm. tournament core, I mean, if if it all lines up for them, this is a, the the type of, type of group you can build around to really reach back and get some upside. Hey, listen, As, I was saying, to-
2: go ahead and put a lean in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and drop yeah. a lean in there.
0: While well, well, I'm saying, drop a lean in that tournament one <laughs> as well. But if if you like if you like the cash core four and you like the the higher floors and there's still some upside there, don't get it twisted. There's still some upside in that in that cash game core four for real. Um, and if you like that, and you know you're going to get in a little bit cheaper because we're going Miller at four point eight. Everybody's cheaper in the cash one, right? So even if you swap out Ledlam mm. in the Jenkins spot you know, something like that where you can get a little bit more upside um, and just mix some of these players in. I really like that, too. You're also going to get a
2: lot of leverage by doing that, too, because a lot of people are going to go to Dinkins small. He's going to be one of the higher-owned players, so getting the Ledlum off of that. Ledlum, I think, is going to be pretty popular, too.
0: Well, and again, you can put Ledlum because he has the starting pitcher as a relief pitcher Mm -hmm. eligibility. You can put let in that forward spot, Right. you know, if you want to, and then that open you can take Dan- uh, Jenkins out of there, out of one of your guard spots, and you can right. really work around there and get creative with it. That's, so
1: that's going to draw a ton of ownership, right? Like having yeah. that flexibility is at a premium tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah,
0: but I think you got to be. I think he's got to be a part of your player pool easily, like no doubt about sure. it. Especially in the big tournaments, you got to have run. Let them out there. All right. Appreciate everybody. Mama Rock jumping in there one more time. Great show. Thanks. And looking to forward to seeing y'all up top. Yes, we will see everybody up top and hopefully we see you in that one and done invitational that we dropped in that, uh, in the live chat there, make sure you hit that mention, uh, you know, let us know if you're going to hop in there. If you join, we had six in already. If you've joined, drop us a line there and let us know you're in. Uh, we don't know you by your DK handles. We know you by your, youtube and twitter or x whatever so if it's not the same let's <laughs> know it's you uh and hop in there we i mean you know everybody has you know we got c thuggin, he's he's cam he's, he's breezy or whatever i don't know what are we calling this you know, we, love cam. we love cam we love nate for jumping in the comments tonight mama rocks jason b full-time 20 our guy scott jumping in and of course Corey and taylor as well gentlemen anything before we wrap this thing up
2: Nah, man, it's, uh, I'm going to live in that, uh, try to live in that mid-tier, but it's going to be tough because I <laughs> I want to get to one of those, you know, 8K guards or a, or a 8.8 Baycott. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. So I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, man, I'm excited. I think, uh, I think Mama Rocks is in there. I'm not sure if Cam has jumped into our camera uh, back
0: in there. Yeah. Cam, man, come on, man. We, we wanna go, want to go. We
2: want you in our tournament, man. Drop three bucks, man. Come on. I know you're winning that dollar tonight or whatever. So get in there
0: with that. Those are winnings, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Eric, anything before we shut it down?
1: Man, I um, I wasn't intending for this to be the case, but I'm probably gonna find myself building out a couple of pay up guard rosters to to <laughs> see what it looks like. See if I can't create a little bit of leverage, right? So <laughs> what pay up going with? That that that's gonna be a fun one, right? Scraping the bottom of the barrel of, of forward forward value is always uh, is always a wild ride. And yeah, uh, programming though, right? Like we, we, we wanna see this this tournament get filled up. We wanna we wanna play with you guys, right? Like we we see you rocketing up these these pay scales, we see you posting your green yeah. screens. So this is going to be a sharp tournament field. We are gonna post a link again. It's here in the chat on YouTube. We'll put it out on Twitter at one and done CBB mm-hmm. as well as at get green screens. So make sure you're following along there and we're, 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 we're trying to do a bunch of, a bunch of fun, fun, different things, and different ways to engage with you. We're talking about maybe some, uh, some prize pools or maybe a prize <laughs> drawing for all of our winners down the stretch runs. So let us know what you think. Let us know if this is something you like, you like by jumping in there, let us know if there's other ways that you'd like to engage with us. We, we love the support we're seeing.
0: Yeah. We definitely do 695 right now on YouTube. We're over one K on Twitter. We definitely appreciate everybody that helped us get there tonight, trying to get there on YouTube to 700 by the end of the year, like Eric said. So tell the broskies and broskets in basketball in your life about your boys at one and done your fast break. Even though tonight wasn't the fastest show, we are still your fast break for all things college basketball. Make sure you hit those like and subscribe buttons. Show your boys some love. And make sure you get this bread. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.